Um, yeah, okay. I want to share with you this morning, this is our all-age service, and I'm just going to piggyback. Um, do you remember a month ago, Adam shared with the cave, if you were here? Um, so if you've not seen it, Joe's like, ooh, <laughs> this is the first for me. Well, you're in luck, Joe. <laughs> the cave's back. <laughs> Great. So can I have my cave helpers to set it up? Uh, if I spoke to you before about cave helper, amazing cave helpers. Tori, is that, is that you? Okay, so line up five chairs and make our cave again, and then I'm going to need my kids again. Because um, I want to return there because it really did inspire me, and it kept, yeah, I want to build on it, and I want to go from it, and then tie together a lot of what we've actually been hearing about over these last, I was going to say month or a few months, but then obviously Paul took us back, Adam took us back to 2021. So really the themes that come right through all together really, really well. Also, personally this year, feel like I've been like, yeah, my life this year. So yeah, really means a lot to me, this stuff. Um, so Adam shared about caving with our little ones, and he had them all crawl through this tight, tight space. And he talked about God's word being a lamp to us and a light to us in that tight space and how God never really, or he's less interested, let's say, in demolishing the cave, freeing us and sending us towards the end. He's more about what we learn when we're in that tight space and how to be internally open and free when we're in that place of tightness because the internal journey is is really only ever um yeah god's focus and then we bring that to the external so i would love some parent and kid combinations to come up and help me with this bit because i have some tools for you parents okay so kids you are going to go caving again there you go but parents, I would like you to uh, have some tools. So uh, Paul, Ariella, you guys, a tailor and a little tailor, a Sarah and a little tailor would be great. Okay, so I have some tools to use, okay? And we're going to come back to these tools. These tools are going to help you get through your cave, right? So parents, before your kids go through the cave, I'm going to give you these tools you can use them however you want to use them to, to best prepare. So pull the tools, pull the tools. You can, you can prep the cave in the best way to help your kids get through it after, right? So have a little look. They've got some cups. They've got some tape. They've got a tape measure. They have got a light. I might as well have thrown one of those in there. Um, let's cover up our cave and make it dark again. Okay. So... Uh, off you go whenever you're ready. Um, you have to use every tool. That's the rule. You have to use it somewhere, somehow. Use every tool. Kids, if you've got any ideas, go for it. So you've got some string. You've got a tape measure. It might be good to know how long this cave is. When you are often in the middle of a tight, dark space, that is the first question. Like, literally the first question you ask. Lord, how long is this cave going to be? Okay, yeah, you might need a hat, Mimi. A cup hat. Uh, can I have some help? <laughs> Should have gone with a tie mic. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Doesn't have to be perfect, that's not the point. And after the cave, we're going to go somewhere else. 
because I stole an idea from Adam, and then one from Anchor as well. Okay, don't overthink it, guys. <laughs> it's probably a good illustration of the point I'll come back to. Okay, I'm going to give you a timer of one minute. Okay, uh, they're not going through just yet. They're not going through just yet. Okay, let's give them a, a one-minute countdown, uh, and then the cave will be ready, prepared with the tools that the, the adults have brought today. Figure it out. <laughs> no, she's not tying them up. <laughs> they are being tied, but let's see. Okay, interesting. So string, tape measure, tape. All right, 30 seconds, 30 seconds left. Let's see what they do. Now remember, this is the best tools you think your, your kids, to, to help your kids through the cave, all right? Okay. Okay, 10 seconds, let's do a countdown, everyone. It's always good to do a countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I needed a buzzer. <clears throat> okay. So, can you tell me about your tools, Paul? What, what did you do? Um, can you go to the labor representative over there? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I will. Go on, Kaz. Tell me about your tools. It's a perfect politician passing, it, passing the book. Um, so, Ariella chose to do markers on the way with the cups. And uh, they put the light at the other end. And Ariel has gone through with string to lead the way so other people can feel the way. And then there's a marker at the end and the beginning, so we're measuring how long it is. Thank you. Okay, good. Okay, so we've set ourselves up pretty well here. So we've got markers, distance, things to, so that we can just sort of keep on track towards that finish line. And then light at the end. The light at the end of the tunnel. Is that you, Paul? Or is, there an, is that you or is there an actual... You are the light at the end of the tunnel? Okay, so... Um, has all, have all the kids come through already? Okay. Any other kids want to crawl through a tunnel? Any adults? <laughs> come through the tunnel. How was the tunnel, Ariella? Not good, because it's not <laughs> untying. It's untying. It's not untying. It's not untying now. You're still attached to the tools. Okay. Too dark. It is too dark. And the the light doesn't help. It's not working properly. Oh no. Well, I mean, I did, <sighs> I did prep these tools and I put them in. I thought, go on. How was that for you, Mimi? Good. Just good. Okay, great. Um, Clara, how, did you make it? What did you focus on? Anything help you through it? The string. String. Yeah, the string. Focus on the string. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you very much. That, that seems like, okay, well, what the heck was the point in that, Matt? Uh, but there is a point, and I will find it by the end. Okay. No. Uh, thank you. Let's clap for our parents and their tools and our kids. Thank you so much. Okay. So, uh, we're going to go somewhere else now. So, can I have my cave helpers back? So, we're going to go somewhere else. The anchor took us last week, I believe, or the week before. Um, 
to the lion's den. So please turn this into a circle. It doesn't have to use all the chairs, just whatever fits. Whatever fits. Uh, facing, doesn't matter. We're going to plonk them in the middle anyway. Okay, cool. Right, let's turn this into lion's den. Circle, circle, circle. So Anchor um, took the cave analogy and told us about Daniel and the lion's den. And of course, much like God is less concerned about drawing us out of the cave like that, Daniel actually uh, didn't, didn't make it out of the lion's den by some like, you know, big zap and you're free. Um, yeah, I bet he thought like, this is the moment, this is the moment, God. This is the moment, God. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can smell him now. This is the... God, <laughs> God. Okay, so I need some lions. So parents, come and sit in the circle. Come and sit in the circle if you are a parent of a child. And if you are a child, can I see your big lion impression? Can I see your roars? Parents, you go inside. You go inside the circle. And guess what, parents? Don't worry about these lions. Don't worry about it. I've got it covered for later. I've got it covered for later. Okay. Lions gather around. Gather around all those parents. Lick your lips. They look tasty. Right. You are not a lion, Sharon. You are a lion, but... You all right, lions, and you can join in this bit if you want. Lions, I want to hear your roars. Show me your teeth and don't bite them, but show me your teeth. Now, oh, don't you worry, parents, because I've got some amazing tools for you for these lions. There's some markers and some, some tape um, and a tape measure. And uh, some string, some string. There you go. Now see if that works. Lions, uh, roar and, and go on, see, see if those. Go on, give them a big roar again. One, two, three. Roar! How's it going, parents? How's it going? Is this working? Is this working? Not really? All right, one last big roar, and then we'll let them go. Okay, because I think they've had enough. I think they get the point. Not, not too hard, at your mum said. Okay, one, two, three. Roar! All right, parents, you are, we're going to let you out now. Come out of the cave. Come out of the cave. Are they the lions? Are we the lions? Well, if you had to ask. <laughs> they are the lions. You are in the cave. All right, well done. Thank you, our lions. Well done. Well done, well done, well done, well done. Okay, now guess what? We're going to go back to the cave. <laughs> so parents, don't move. But this is the last bit of the moving around. All right, so cave again, cave again, cave again. Quick, quick, quick. Watch out for the little one. Cave again. Because we're going to try a different tool. Okay? Just a different tool. Some of our tools work a little bit. In some situations, some of them don't. Now listen, we're not going to use any of the same tools. Now here's what we're going to do it differently. So, 
parents, I want you, if you can, no, I don't think you could get them on your back, but see how it goes. I want you to just go through the cave with your child. Simple as that. Just guide them through. Have them on your back. If they feel scared, encourage them. Go on, you can go, you can go. Yeah, go together. So just go together. Simple. Simple. Do you want to go through? Go on, Mimi and Sarah. Go through together. Yeah, go through on the back. All right. She can fit. Wonderful. Well done. We got through. You did. Now, what did you say you were focused on the first time? Uh, I remember. Yeah. It was a string. And what were, you, what were you thinking about this time when you were going through? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? No, what about Daddy? Were you thinking about Daddy at all? That would really, really help my illustration. Daddy didn't help because he was, he was too bossy. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to ask. <laughs> okay. Are you going through together? Clara and, yeah, go on, keep going. There we go, I can hear them talking to each other. This is taking some time, but I can hear her encouraging her. Yeah, that really does help, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, fantastic. Well done, Wow. I didn't realize she had Willow as well. That's amazing. Wow. You all made it through. Wow. Beautiful. Okay. I will let you sit down wherever you want to sit down now. Thank you so, so much. Let's give her a clap. Well done. Lions, cavers, parents. Okay. So, we have been given lots of tools over the last couple of months that will lead us through our caves. Um. But the ones that we often use and the ones that I have often used and defaulted to to map my cave out and measure how long it is and how I'm going to get through it um, have been absolutely stripped back from me this last year. And I want to share a bit about my personal journey now and hope that you know, it will bless you and tie together the teaching that we've had as well because it's a journey I've been on. So I was someone who... <laughs> God was often my last port of call, let's call it, in various situations, because I was pretty good at figuring out, I thought. Um, and Paul shared that this was going to be, for some of us, a momentous year, a really momentous year. And Adam said that as well. Adam, Adam brought us back to that, that statement and said that it's going to be true for a lot of us and could be true for a lot of us. For me, I sensed that at the beginning of this year. And I didn't know what that looked like, and I didn't know what it meant, um, and I didn't expect it to look like it has looked because it's literally just looked like me um, losing all sense of my own ability to do anything by myself uh, in every sphere, home, job, church, um, fatherhood, uh, husbandry, friendship, um, creativity, uh, administration, finance, planning, literally everything. Uh, like, 
it stripped me right back and I've realized that like I cannot do anything. None of my tools have worked to get me through any of my caves and I felt more trapped, more in the dark and more like, okay, well, come on, please. Like, how can I, how am I going to get out of this thing then? Like, how am I actually going to get through? And he really has taught me some some really good keys, as he always flipping does, in these really tough seasons. Not that it's amazing, man. it's what I wanted. But he's taught me the pictures of the things that we've we've been given as tools in our caves. So Samantha, you talked about time with him, and that is an absolute key. But I'm gonna I'm gonna share first of all a picture I had about grace. So. So the tool that we needed most to get our kids through was actually to do it with the Father. And the light is only to illuminate him with you in the middle of the cave. And your relationship with him is the thing to focus on in the middle of that. That is the tool. There is no other tool. There is no other quick fix and escape out of the cave. There is only how aware were you of Father with you in the middle of it, and how aware are you of him now? It's not the point to get to the end of it. It's, It's to be aware of him with you, whether you're in a cave or an open space. So... But, so the, so the verse that I, I got and I kept getting was to be one as we are one. So he said, I pray, Jesus said, I, I pray that you will be one as the Father and I are one. And that was why it was a beautiful time this morning of like togetherness, coming together. I don't know, there was a bit of a oneness that I sensed. But that oneness, that closeness in the middle of the cave with Father the relationship with him is what he's after and the keys to get there are those pillars that we've been given over the last couple of months. So grace. Why have we been teaching so much about grace? Because it's a tool that leads to oneness, relationship, restoration of closeness with Father. I have this beautiful picture I want to share with you because it might, it might speak to some of you and I've shared it with my life group. When Adam talked about the robe and the ring, um, I don't know if you remember it. It was, you know, at the party after the prodigal son comes home, father puts the robe on his back and the ring on his finger. And I literally, at the pier desk where I was happily hiding away from the spirit of God, which just sort of operates around here, and it doesn't really go back there. Um, <laughs> where was I? Uh, I literally had, like, probably one of the first woken visions that I've, I've had in a long, long time. And I could see myself at the party that he was throwing for my return. I could see it through the father's eyes. And he was watching me wearing his robe. And he was just so pleased to see me in it. And he was so proud to watch me just enjoy chatting with my friends, being here, being together. And then I noticed that there were some other people around him, like at the party, who clearly obviously were not happy that I was there or deserved to be there. But they all 
looked at the robe and literally zipped it because it carried his authority over me. And it didn't make me feel big, and like, but it was like, hey, don't, <laughs> I know what you're thinking, but don't speak a bad word. This is my son. He's wearing dad's robe. And he gave this to me in a time where I did feel like I had been stripped back of all my tools to make it through any cave in my entire life. And he said, listen, son, all you have to do is put on my robe and realize it was given to you completely in grace. You did absolutely nothing and cannot do absolutely anything to earn it, which we know in our heads and our hearts, but, but I just got it in some way. I got, I got his sense of pride and his sense of love for me as I was wearing it. I got his sense of covering and protection as he was looking at me. And, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful place to be. And so, so grace is the first requirement for the point of entry into relationship. If everything we've talked about has been about oneness, time with him, being the light, everything about the relationship, grace is the first point of entry. There is no other way into relationship with him than without grace, which is why we've had to work so hard to receive it. Which then leads us into a place of trust and rest. There is not striving. We can't enjoy time with him if we don't enter through grace because we're still trying to earn, still trying to use our own tools. And he's dealt with that in me by um, me having next to no time um, to spend with him other than to just have like 15-minute power naps. So every prayer meeting, every encounters with Jesus that I've had over the last uh, two months, three months, six months, year, uh, I've just said this. I've said, Lord, I have nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, do what you want to do. I love you and I'm with you. And well, thank you so much that we're together. And then I just fell asleep, <laughs> literally. Every time we just fall asleep. And Adam shared this the last couple of weeks, and that's why it ties in. It's like there is no productivity. There is nothing uh, achieved in inverted commas at the end, there is no tool used, there is nothing from me, I literally just slept, and I didn't sense anything, I didn't feel anything, didn't get a dream, didn't get a revelation, didn't get anything at all, just went home feeling a bit groggy, but probably better off in the long term, <laughs> right, okay, but, but that has helped crush this thing, that like, that there's nothing I need to do, there's nothing I need to do, I enter through grace, I put his robe on. It's okay that I feel absolutely naked underneath, trapped in a cave with none of my own tools, nothing that I brought with me. It's like, okay, leave it behind anyway. It was never any good. Okay, you might have some tools for caving, but what about when you get into the lion's den? Are you going to use a tape measure on a lion? No. You have always and will always need the same thing in every season. Every season. Grace through to trust and rest, and then oneness with me. I hoped that the kids were all going to come out and miraculously say, oh, I focused on the fact that I was with mommy and with father, and that would have been a beautiful little, <laughs> would have tied together, honestly, I imagined. But that's the point, isn't it? That's the point. So, and of course, usually the cave is the, the best place to grow, 
because we realize we can't do it on our own and we're still stuck and we go, God, I need you. Okay. Yeah, I want to finish up in John 14, 16. We are not alone. This is where Adam said, the spirit of truth lives with you and will be in you. He is a light in you. You are not on your own in these dark spaces. He's with you. Yeah, he's, he's praying that we have oneness with one another. The other thing about a cave is you focus on your own tools and yourself, and you, you don't look to your left and right and realize that there's like a thousand other people alongside you that you, you need to encourage and help through this season as well in oneness with them as well as him. This is what I liked about what Samantha shared about her creativity word. It was, she, she asked, is there a create, something about your creative gift being the key for someone else's next step? Or so was it something like that? How can you use your creativity to unlock something for someone else? So I just, it's a real reminder of, okay, oneness with him, oneness with one another. And I just want to pray for that right now. Um, so Lord, thank you so much once again. Um, I am a slow learner, Lord, but you, you're teaching me. And thank you that you're teaching us. Lord, we remind ourselves again that it is only by grace in Jesus, Lord God, that we have that beautiful robe to put on. Thank you so much for that covering when we feel absolutely naked. Thank you for that protection, the authority, the blessing, the well done, the relationship with you, the closeness with you. And I just want to pray particularly for anyone who's not felt close to him in the way that they expected to, Lord God. I just want to pray that that would come in time. But as we make the space to be with you, Lord God, you always, always are there waiting. So I just pray that we'd find a oneness with each other and with you in this next season like we have never known before. And I thank you for this next trimester as Adam was teaching into. We've come through the first and the second and I believe that yes, this is going to be a new wave of oneness with you and with one another. And thank you for the grace that covers us through it all, Lord, as we're in relationship with each other. I just want to speak a fresh grace again over each other as a family, Lord. We need each other in this. And I thank you so much that grace, again, with us is the foundation of relationship. We need it. And we thank you that it's been freely given in fullness, Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.